Good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, good day, wherever in the world you might be. Welcome to the Sage and Guide podcast. I'm your host, Raju Mankia. Here at the Sage and Guide podcast, we bring you presentations and conversations to unleash personal authenticity and influence excellence onto your teams, onto your people, and onto the rest of the world. Today, uh, as a host and a content creator, curator, uh, I've gone out on a limb and invited a friend who has, I think, reached certain heights in personal growth. And the discussion we'll have today, hopefully useful to business leaders, is about enlightenment. 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 Such a big word, I can't even pronounce it. My guest tonight is... is uh, Dina Salonga from the Philippines. She lives in Ilocosur up in the mountains. And she's a former IT uh, director, leader of Oracle in the Philippines. She spent a lot of time in that industry. And then she moved on to the softer, gentler side of things. She built a business around yoga called Yoga Plus. Uh, she's a teacher of mindfulness, of meditation. And honestly, I have absolutely no idea how much more she has achieved. So, Dina, welcome to the Sage and Guide podcast, and please fill in the gaps of the introduction that I just made of you. Thank you, Raju. Um, very happy to connect, reconnect with you, rather. Yeah, it's been a while since yeah. we last saw each other. We've, I think, at some point, intersected paths yeah. through mindfulness, right? And uh, but. Yeah, a lot of things has happened in between or afterwards, um, primarily triggered by what happened with the pandemic, you know, um, mm. the yoga business has evolved and uh, we were forced to do our business online because no one can go to the yoga studio, right? And then right around that time, I had the opportunity to participate in a, in a retreat up here in the mountains of Ilocosur in an ashram that was founded by a Filipino Chinese. His name is Master Delpe. And he has taught and uh, traveled through many countries in the world, uh, including India, yeah, the South America, South Africa, Europe, United States, where he had an ashram before, until he came back to the Philippines, to Cervantes, where he was born, and established this ashram in 2015. So I met him uh, maybe two years, um, sorry, 2018, I think was the first time I met him. So I attended um, a conference here in Ilocos and then I came back for a private retreat with my Yoga Plus team. And then in 2020, I did um, a 10 day retreat here. And um, yeah, after that, a few months, maybe less than two months after, the pandemic happened and the lockdown happened. And um, a lot of things changed, you know. Um, the ashram was meant as a, an, a place where people go for retreats to learn and not really a place where people will eventually live. But uh, because of the lockdown, uh, Master also sort of changed his strategies and at some point offered um, the ashram as a as a place, as a venue where people can uh, consider living, you know. 
So that offer was made to us, to me, in June of 2020. And um, after maybe three weeks, I decided to pack my bags and move here to Ilocos with my sister, my mother, and at that time, her caregiver. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a big change. And I've been here for the last two and a half years, been studying, learning um, from mindfulness, which is more part of uh, self-awareness, right? Self-realization. I have also moved on to self-development, a lot of character modification, improvement, and then some parts about self-mastery, which is really a, a more enlightened path. So that's why when you invited me to the to this program and you asked about, okay, and I volunteered some topics which I think we can talk about. I thought that was something that, yeah, we can discuss and see how people feel about it. You were initially uncomfortable, I would say, if that's the right word. <laughs> oh, no, uh, well, uh, not uncomfortable, but something that I have never dared to touch. Explore. Because I thought, oh my gosh, enlightenment, what is that stage? I mean, just being practical nowadays is a big challenge. And yes. enlightenment is another one. Well, yes. I've had the pleasure of inviting Master Delpe as a speaker 20 years ago at wow. the Manila Peninsula. Okay. And I remember him, in fact, that time. Uh, I did I, Right after that, I did a TV talk show for three years. Mm -hmm. And I think one of his... Uh, team members or maybe one of his followers recommended that I interview him. I have no memory if I did it or not, but I do remember Manila Penn, he spoke and we talked and we laughed and we probably had about a glass of juice there in the year 2000 or around that. Mm, yeah, so yeah, a lot of things have changed and he's back in the Philippines. So Maybe you can pay us a visit one of these days and reconnect. I will mention you to him. Well, so, I'm glad. I'm sure he'll see this uh, clip or video. So yeah. talk to me now. Talk to me about enlightenment. Well, first of all, maybe if you don't mind, I will ask you when you hear about enlightenment, what comes to your mind? Well, um, what comes to my mind <clears throat> is all the stories I've heard about the Buddha. Mm -hmm. And uh, two decades ago, uh, the Neil Donald Walsh mm. and his book Conversations, uh, with Conversations with God, Enlightenment and then well I don't know if Lord Christ himself was enlightened or born enlightened I don't know that mm -hmm. but the Buddha story is the one that kind of stands tall, him sitting mm -hmm. under a Bodhi tree mm -hmm. and then suddenly recognizing that the world is a different place and to mm. be a gentleman, a bearded gentleman from the south of India called Sadhguru, claims mm. something similar happened to him. Mm. And uh, I, I have no uh, opinion on that, on anyone's mm. enlightenment. And I do believe that they have immense wisdom, mm -hmm. lots of practical knowledge. And I think all of them intend good. Mm -hmm. Right? But uh, I have no idea how to measure enlightenment. That's my opinion. Yeah, I, I think um, that represents how people see enlightenment. Most people, at least, yeah. um, it 
some people think it's like magic. It's something that happens to you, right? You sit under a, th- a tree and suddenly, boom, you're enlightened or you got, get beamed up to some mothership in space, right? Mm-hmm. So, and here's what I learned, you know, from studying with master over the last two years. It's a process. So enlightenment okay. is a process. It's not something that happens suddenly, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that is required. There is a lot mm-hmm. of commitment that is required and mm-hmm. can be a structure to it. So it's not, um, I think some people feel that when you do yoga, when you meditate, at some point you will get enlightened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe to a certain degree. So another thing I learned is that enlightenment has many levels. So it's not whether one is enlightened or not, but it's, what is the level of your enlightenment at this point? You know? So someone who's probably maybe a street vendor could be enlightened at his level. And or a grab driver can already be enlightened at this level. And we know that, you know, we see people in the streets. Some people do their job better than others. Some people um, relate to others better than others, right? So you see a grab driver who's concerned about your safety. So in a way, in his own level, he's a bit enlightened, more enlightened than probably people similar to him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, so, it sounds to me like uh, that's a combination of clarity and emancipation. Yeah. So, and then, you know, you progress um, uh, through different incarnations. You know, some people will believe that we have many lives. Maybe some people don't. So that's probably another topic. (laughs) But let's just assume that we have the chance to incarnate through several um, iterations and become better every time. So enlightenment could also be something we pursue to help with that improvement. You know, with each incarnation, we become better. So maybe you started out with, you know... um, uh, um, a life of hardship maybe you were a laborer of sorts and then the next time you were more educated like you mm. were be- you became a scientist or mm. another life you are more you're a business person who helps people with jobs and you know trains them so in in that sense each time you have a different level of enlightenment uh, so are you, are, you, are you talking about being reborn or rebirthing or are you talking of all of this in a sing- stages of a single lifetime uh both both, both. so okay. you can you, you can be born you know with a, a life of hardship and you progress and it, at each level you get to be uh, more right you know right, right, right. a bit more about yourself a little bit more about life yeah and also possible that you know you get reborn another yeah. life another personality that allows your soul to also progress so those Uh are parts and parts of enlightenment and so master always teaches us so the question that you always ask is are you more enlightened today than you were yesterday so every day is a process of Mm. development and, Mm. and learning and studying that makes you more enlightened than you were yesterday mm, mm-hmm. it could be you learn something new theoretically you learn something new as a practice like mm. for me you know before coming here to the village i never knew anything about planting trees i didn't realize how hard it was to just 
a hole, dig a hole to plant, let's say, a mango seedling and how how long it takes and how much effort it takes. So you, yeah. you, you see all these movies where they kill people and they, you know, dig the grave and it's like, you know, a few minutes and it's like a six by whatever dimension grave already dug. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. So it's so it's so and like I wouldn't even think that you know how much effort it will take to take to dig a grave. Anyways, Man. I digress. But yeah, um, so just that alone, realizing how much effort it takes to dig the soil, to plant the seedling, to water it, to nurture it mm-hmm. until it grows into a tree, bears fruit. And then you just take the fruit for granted. Like, so if you're just a regular consumer, you buy the fruit, it stays on your table. Sometimes it gets rotten. You don't even care. You just throw it. But there's mm. a lot of effort that went into that. And yeah. knowing and understanding that is in a way making you more enlightened. Yeah. So as you go along, you know, you progress. So it is a mm. process. But yeah. and and eventually the process where your personality, your body, your ego eventually mm. gets to connect with the soul. So the soul mm. has its own purpose and reason for being in this life. Wow. Mm. And eventually that soul connects to the spirit, which mm. is the next realm. And then yeah. it connects to the higher self. So when we all reach that level of the higher self is mm. when we become perfect and that's the level of you know probably we say nirvana or the ultimate level of enlightenment so that's where we're all at and um you know avatars like buddha and jesus christ all went through those different stages yeah yeah so for example with with jesus it's probably the crucifixion right was part mm -hmm. of of his enlightenment process so things like how how is this uh, philosophy different or similar to uh, what in the Philippines we say kagandahang loob, kagandahang loob, goodwill, right? Yeah, or no, to cleanse yourself, to cleanse your spirit, to cleanse your values, and then to reach towards salvation. How is that? Any how is this similar or different than what the things you're talking about? Um. I won't claim to be an expert in enlightenment, but with what I know and learned so far, I would think uh, developing a virtue is like goodwill, having the kabutihan or the goodness that yeah. you develop as part of your enlightenment process. Mm, okay. So now let's uh, bring this down to earth. Business mm-hmm. leaders, uh, CEOs like yourself, former mm-hmm. CEOs, right? Where the focus is performance strategy right mm. partnership bottom line money growth branding correct all of them i mean people on the streets today in their 20s 30s 40s all the way up to their 50s that's what their lives are filled with that's what our lives are filled with i'm no different <laughs> how can we use or tap into this wisdom that is making your life brilliant dina um, yeah, well, the good news is there's a curriculum. Okay. So there's, that's actually, I think, what attracted me to this 
particular school or mm-hmm. it's I'm not I mean I'm the least mystical person I think I'm very logical very cerebral you know my yeah. background in technology has made me such so that's my design yeah um anything um you know mystical like healing or you know spiritual practices are like woo-woo to me, you know? <laughs> it's not something like <laughs> And you know that, and I mean, when we studied Search Inside Yourself, both of us went through that program. Yeah. Mindfulness, empathy, compassion are like, you know, it's like, it's not me. It's not my nature to be, to have empathy, to be compassionate. I'm, you know, I'm the typical business leader who needs to get results fast. I don't care how you do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Save me your excuses about what you're going through, etc., yeah. and do the job. So I'm that type of person. So I'm the least, probably the person who whom you would think the least likely to be in this kind of, of. Yeah. of. So I was, um, I would say, encouraged, or I'm probably the reason why I'm sticking to it is because I see the structure and the logic in yeah. the way Master teaches it. So. There is a curriculum to get enlightened. So you can work on it. There's a path. There are levels. There are steps. So it's very clear. So to me, that makes sense. And that's easier than just saying, okay, you go and sit and meditate for 10 hours a day. And after, you know, maybe three lifetimes, you will become enlightened. (laughs) So that's that's not, uh, you know, that's not something that is, um, that I can fathom. So the the ROI is not in this lifetime. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Well, enlightenment can take many lives. So you can achieve a certain level of enlightenment that Mm. at this lifetime. And that's already great. You know, like you started here, let's say you don't care about anyone and you Mm. reach a point where you have already developed some kind of level of service where you're doing, you know, a more more your dharma or your purpose yes. that's really a big step for your enlightenment right dharma right? and purpose are interchangeable words for you is that what you meant just now dharma and purpose interchangeable yeah, but, yeah dharma is more like your path like after you've uh, resolved your karma or, or your sufferings then you get into a life that is more of service because unless we go through all the karma that we need to go through in this life then Mm. it's hard for us to pursue our purpose right so karma could be in the form of um health issues um financial issues relationship issues so if you're Mm. if that's still part of your existence it's hard to think about what does my soul want and my soul's purpose because i'm sick you know, I have this, I'm suffering every day. Then mm. it's so hard for me to work on my my dharma. So you have to go through that path of the karma and so that it will eventually lead you to your dharma, right? So let's, let's say uh, people and people slash leaders, in my opinion, same thing, right? Uh, go through the primary course within mm-hmm. this lifetime. Right? Mm-hmm. or at least enter school of mm-hmm. enlightenment. No? And how will this begin to manifest and impact their personal and professional life today in the first 
course, in the first module, in the first few months, or the first semester of mm. the journey that you're mentioning that may go over lifetimes, how will this begin to manifest and uh, impact their personal and professional lives? Great question. Mm. Um, I think the first uh, tangible manifestation when you yeah. start this path is yeah. finding balance. Finding balance. So what mm. I see from a lot of leaders is um, yeah. they could be very successful in their careers. They could be yeah. making so much money, you yeah. know, but uh, maybe they have some problems in other parts of their lives. So right. we usually we talk about work-life balance, you know, yeah, right. home and uh, work. So when you yeah. find that's in balance, there's another part of your life, which we don't normally consider yeah. that suffer, which is in most cases health. Right, right. I get it. I get it. Oh, so what yeah. you're, what, yeah, uh, sorry. Forgive me for uh, mansplaining. So what you're saying is <laughs> mansplaining. I just learned it. So uh, I understand this. That's not mansplaining. I understand that if I begin to traverse this journey and if I may be successful in the business side, in the PL, measures of my performance parts of my other life aspects health wealth family relationships personal satisfaction or areas of others other self-actualization may be hampered or suffered mm -hmm. but if on the contrary i enroll myself into the school of enlightenment quote unquote then perhaps I can bring them up to par or bring them up to a certain balance. Is that yes. what a level happen? of balance? Yeah. It's not necessarily equal parts, yeah. but just focusing on these aspects which we normally neglect, right? Mm. And you know it, Raju. I'm sure you know many successful business people who are sick. Uh, I think I personally have gone through the ups and downs myself, Dina, and so yep. I know, and I have, after a while, recognized that this was the cause. But it took me a while. It mm -hmm. for the first few days, weeks, etc. You think it's an outside force, and then you realize, wait, it's not an outside force; it's an internal issue. Yep, and so. Uh, in my own case, I mean, I've seen leaders, I work with leaders, I coach them, and mm -hmm. I see, I see, I see charades occurring, I see facades being put up, and I see cover-ups happening, you know, in the name yep. of progress or performance, and yep. it, 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 it hurts me, yet mm -hmm. uh, I come from a window of forgiveness, and mm -hmm. I think, okay, these guys don't know what they do no they don't know what they do right now but eventually hopefully someday the good light will shine upon them they'll sit under a bodhi tree or something but you have a school here that's fabulous yeah or their soul will knock them down and make them sick so that they can think about what am i doing with my life right okay is there something i need to change and okay. this is when we say there's a karmic force that that happens so it's could be in the form of sickness. It could be your business will fail. Like, you know, you will lose your business or you will suffer financial mm -hmm. loss or yeah. maybe lose a loved one or family crisis or a legal crisis. Something yeah. that re really 
knock you. Yeah, even mm. the Catholics have this, you know, the dark night of the soul, they call it, right? Oh, really? I but, didn't know that. Uh, when when uh, there's a saint that wrote that book, The Dark Night of the Soul. So um, you go in through, when people are, um, I would say, enjoying success, everything's good, you mm. know, mm. cannot shake them. That's But when when you are meant to do something else and you're too comfortable where you are, something yeah. will happen to shake you and, and uh, make you think, is this where I need to be? Or is there something I, else I still need to do? Why is right, this happening right. now? Yeah. And then yeah. people can turn to religion or like uh, going to diet or whatever. So, but it's a way for you to just right. think about, am I in the right place? Is there something I need to do? So that is like a wake up call as we call it. Right. 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 So, I, I get it. I get it. That, that this is beautiful. Thank you very much for uh, explaining that phrase. I'd heard it before, but Oh, well, I had an inkling of what it meant, but now I see it clearly and I see in, see it in the light of what you explained about enlightenment. Mm. Dina, uh, this is the most I can dig into this for today. And I'm sure that I've only touched the surface. I'm, I'm absolutely sure that I'm only touching the surface. And since this podcast is limited to 30 minutes, I have no idea how much time I've done. Maybe I've done about 25, 30 <laughs> minutes. Uh, if I was... If I were to uh, say what you, we have discussed for a man on the run, a woman on the run in business, how could I explain this to them in a few minutes? Mm, you can just talk about, uh, like maybe ask them, how do you feel about your life? Are you experiencing a life of balance? Or you can mm. ask, if, if someone is successful, do you feel fulfilled? Because okay. success and fulfillment are two different things, right? Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. be successful, but you don't feel fulfilled. And then right. some people would be very fulfilled. They're doing everything. They have yeah. child work. They're healthy. Yeah. Then the next path is enlightenment. So that's really the, like the stepping stone. So finding a life of balance will lead to success. From success, mm -hmm. you go to fulfillment. And then from yeah. fulfillment, you go to enlightenment. So the questions I must raise or a leader who wants to kind of assess his own life or kind of put his life through a litmus test, the questions is, number one, I am successful, yes or no. And if I'm su successful, am I fulfilled? How do I feel inside? Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. again, I get a yes and no. And then if I get a yes to my fulfillment, then I go, well, uh, how close I am to being a better, higher enlightened version of me and that yeah. would be a pro or a con answer so you're yeah. saying this self-inquiry would get me to understand the whole process of enlightenment at least like an yes. introduction to it yes it could be the, could be like a course a roadmap as we call it in corporate right yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. when you hire someone you have a roadmap so you yeah. go start, this is your entry level Right, and then you progress, and then this is where you get to at some point. So enlightenment will hopefully lead you to a life of service, yeah. where you see more, you know, for a greater yeah. good, not more, not for profit anymore. Yeah, where you become part maybe of a group of a community yeah. that um, helps to make the world better. Yeah. I know that's too, you know, to <laughs> maybe it's universe kind of statement. I <laughs> just you, you stole the words out of my mouth you know that's a miss universe kind of a question 
Miss Universe answer. But yeah, in a way, we need, <laughs> need a lot of that. As you said, kabutihang loob, right? Goodwill. We need to bring goodwill to business. If more business people have goodwill, good heart, um, oftentimes we are we don't have uh, that balance. So Master talks about leadership trinity of heart, intelligence, and uh, willpower or spiritual power. Oh, so head, heart, and spiritual willpower. Yeah, okay. when you can balance all that, then you have good leadership, right? Because often okay. you're intelligent, you have willpower, but you don't have the heart, so you can become greedy. Mm-hmm. So you go just for profit and, you know, you shortcut things because it, it gives you more money, right? Or you're too loving, very intelligent, but no willpower. So, so you have to have a balance of all things. Name, a, if you can, if you can please name a living entity today in this world or in recent times who kind of qualifies to be called an enlightened leader outside of Master Delphi and other, <laughs> outside of the Buddha and the Dalai Lama, but mm. a business leader, would you have someone in mind? Mm, that's a tough question. Tough question. Yeah. I We are working with some business people who yeah. are on the path, who are on the path, who want to pursue the path of enlightenment. Mm. So... It is, I would say, something that people are working on. Like, because you know some people who might be doing good in terms of corporate social responsibility, etc. You don't know their intentions, right? Mm. So, at the end of the day, we have to... There are some tools we can scan them energetically, etc. So, but yeah, I know of people, personally know people who are working towards becoming more enlightened and they are um, business people and business leaders and that's one of our that's one of our uh, goals is to bring enlightenment to leadership so i'm part of an organization that master delpe founded which is the wisdom institute for leadership and global advancement wilga and our tagline is wisdom in leadership conscience in entrepreneurship so that's our main goal to help leaders develop the, the wisdom so they, they can do better, not just for their employees and their customers, but for humanity. Dina, thank you very much for being on the Sage and Guide podcast. I think the title of the Sage and Guide is much more fitting to what you do rather <laughs> than what I do. And, <laughs> and it's beautiful sharing and... Um, I will keep my eyes out for such human beings, mm-hmm. such enlightened spirits who, you know, constantly keep evolving and not just through this lifetime, but beyond and have an impact on real society, on uh, the ordinary man on the street. So mm-hmm. wonderful sharing. Marami pong salamat. And if there's something I forgot to ask you or something that you think you need to add this to this wealth of knowledge that you shared with me. Please take up the time and tell me what I missed or might have missed. Um, yeah, I think we covered quite a bit, you know, in 30 minutes. I don't expect people to fully grasp, you know, the whole complexity or even immensity of this topic. But yeah. uh, it's a good starting point. And if we have made some of your listeners and followers curious, 
then I yeah. think we've done our part. And uh, they can get in touch with me um, through my um, email account. So if, can we put it on the podcast or should I say it now? Uh, well, no, just yeah, send it to me. I'll put it right here. It'll kind of scroll up. But uh, I know that you can be found on LinkedIn. That's the easiest way today. LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, LinkedIn. Dina Salonga. So no issues about that. Yep. So Dina, thank you very much. Marami Pong Salamat. And I really have no better words than just saying Marami Pong Salamat. Or Marami Salamat po for being <laughs> on the Sage and Guide podcast. And wow, what a life out there in Ilocos Sur for you. And uh, give my regards to Master Delpe. I hope he'll remember me, you know. And I'm sure being the enlightened person he is, he will say, I know that guy. <laughs> so yes. thank you very Actually, much. Can I also just quickly mention if they want to find out more about our village, yeah, yeah. they can look at MDP village. So that's mamadeltapapavillage.com. Mama yeah, so yeah, MDP village. Master Delpe. That's those are the initials wow wow okay 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 all right on that note thank you very much for listening in uh, ladies and gentlemen you have been listening in to the sage and guide podcast i'm your host rajuman here speaker trainer coach based in the philippines if you like this conversation please click like and share and provide feedback your feedback becomes nutrition and supplement to the work we do supplements to the work we do on this note, like we say in the Philippines, adios and mabuhay. Bye. Bye, Dinah. Thank you so much. Don't go away yet. I'll stop the recording. <laughs> if you will receive an email when the cloud recording, I'll show you on the stop recording. Yes.